good evening once more. It's another Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in. It's pretty interesting how we have done 20 weeks. This is our 20th week. Um, this started like a joke. I remember 2nd of January, I posted on my wall that I was going to be sharing my life, you know, um, experiences, as well as the next big chapter of my life, you know, in the full glare of special people. And uh, week on week, we have been having Tuesdays with a mental catalyst. Um, I've had a lot of interesting feedback, I've had a lot of support, uh, I've had a lot of interesting conversations as well on the side. So for all my super fans, I want to say a big thank you to all of you who always find uh, time to either listen live, watch live, or uh, watch it uh, recorded later and then um, touch base for us to talk about it. So this is our 20th. So this will be end of season one. So I believe the season one has been uh, has been um, it's been 20 sessions that uh, comprised of um, season one. So I think this will be the end of season one. Then the next big chapter starts from uh, season two. I remember very well some of my favorite shows, whether it's Power or uh, Vikings and the rest. Uh, after each season, you have to wait six months or a year sometimes before you get a next uh, release. And it's always challenging when you have to wait. But in our case, uh, we don't have time to waste. Uh, time is not on our side. So uh, week on week, we are going to try and do this uh, for the next God knows how long uh, we can continue doing this. So last week's session was entitled Play Bigger. And basically, Play Bigger um, talks about being a category king. Uh, what that means is that as a business person or as a business, you want to uh, look for a space whereby uh, you become known as the number one uh, market leader. You want to be known as the, the player that um, has the best service uh, in terms of product services, uh, customer experience, and obviously, you know, significant market share. Uh, so Play Bigger, it's something that I chanced on. Um, I mentioned that, you know, when we were being uh, bullied and beaten by uh, NCL big time uh, in the ATM business, I thought of uh, what could we do to really outsmart them and, you know, uh, give them a loss somewhere. And uh, God being so good, we chanced an idea of cardless. Uh, so today, uh, as I mentioned in the last session, uh, we are the ones behind Telcook you know, powered cardless, 100% uh, in Ghana. And the lessons have been extremely valuable to me personally. At the time, I didn't know I was practicing, you know, category king stuff or play bigger stuff. Uh, it was just try and error. It was just by chance. But what that meant was that when we did it, now we had the opportunity to work with big banks that we never had access to, you know, prior to uh, the cardless business. Uh, because we didn't really have much to offer them. They had, you know, stuff from our competitors. But when we did cardless, they didn't have anywhere else to go to get it, but to come to us. So through that, we got the very big banks, and to date, we still work with them. So as business, you always want to look out for that special space, that blue ocean, where you can go in there, be the category king. I also mentioned how, you know, when Amazon started, we also started with books. So anybody who really wanted to buy books, especially in the West, in America, you know, and other markets, the first place they'll go to is Amazon to buy books. You know, so people have known Amazon as a you know, place that can buy books. 
Then after that, they started adding everything into the Amazon is an everything store. If you take, you know, if you want to hail a taxi today, you think about Uber, and now you have Bolt, and you have Django, and you have the rest, right? So you have category kings who create these spaces, go in there and, and own it, and then make sure that they, 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 they continue to lead it. So they don't just go in there, own it, and sleep, but they're con continuously innovating and, and moving forward. It's the same for, you know, Airbnb, right? If you, you're traveling and you want a quick stay somewhere you don't want it to be a traditional typical hotel you know you can just get an airbnb somewhere and uh, you're good to go so as businesses uh, you want to look out for those spaces uh, when you find yourself in a market where you're competing competing um, the red ocean uh, then becomes a commodity and all you can really differentiate with is sometimes prices and uh, maybe your brand um, security and comfort and trust and stuff like that but you want to see how you can always be ahead of the pack by being extremely innovative. You also want to do things that people cannot easily copy. You want to do things that barriers to entry are very, very high. Uh, so so for us, in terms of myself and my businesses, uh, we've realized that anything we have to do going forward, it's got to be, you know, play bigger. Uh, we, we are no more going to do the village village stuff anymore. We are going to look at the global challenges, global opportunities. And the reason why that's important is that even if it's village, it's, you still have 24 hours in a day and you're going to spend time, you know, doing the local village stuff. And I use village not in any funny way, but just to uh, depict um, the market, you know. So, you you, you, you know, in our local parlance, we always joke and say, Charlie, you local uh, village champion, local champion, and things like that. You don't want to be a local champion. You want to be an international champion, right? So, as a business, you always want to look out for, you know, the big stuff, the big stuff, because your, your wins are going to be big, the challenges are going to be big, and the resources you need is, are going to be big. So it's more fun when you go for the big stuff. It doesn't hold for every business. It doesn't hold for every dream or aspiration or vision. But in general, I've always said, if you're going to do it, then go for it. You know, put in your all. So that's play, play bigger. Today's is entitled Pivot, yeah? And what does Pivot really mean? Pivot means when a business um, changes direction because uh, whatever it's offering doesn't meet the market needs anymore. And I have said that, um, you know, from January, that uh, we are going to be touching the lives of a billion people in the next 20 years. We are going to increase their health span. And what does health span mean? Health span means that uh, we're going to help people to live very healthy lives, relatively healthy lives. So that, for example, if you're going to live for up to 70, uh, we're going to make sure that uh, a good part of that 70 years, you're actually living, you know, a relatively healthy life, right? And for me, this is crucial and important because having been an entrepreneur serving businesses over the, you know, over close to, it's probably about 30 years now, there's a lot I have learned. And I want to, you know, just throw some quick lights on that. I've mentioned some in the past sessions. One, especially in a part of the world, a lot of businesses are not standing, standing strong. The ones that are standing strong, um, they're internationally controlled. So it's very difficult to really get them to offer them a lot of stuff over time. The market is also very, very small. So it doesn't really have room to accommodate a lot of serious players. So you find yourself um, haggling a lot, you know, shelving to, to, to find a place and to be heard and stuff like that. So and it's in the same vein, it doesn't give you, it doesn't put you in a position of strength as an entrepreneur. So you don't want to continue doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? As Einstein said, sanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So that being said, and the lessons learned, I've said to myself, you know what? 
why don't we try something different and daring? Let's try something that uh, is gonna keep us up every day. Uh, it's gonna give us reason to keep pushing and it's gonna actually transform the lives of millions and different people. So this birth, the idea of the mental catalyst every Tuesday whereby I come and I have an interesting session with you guys. So the first season, the first part has been about my personal story and then you know my business story as well the next chapter is really going to be about the billion healthy lives now what does that mean the end goal primarily is this i want everybody those who are here and those who are yet to be born to have a system have a way of life have companions and solutions that will help them live healthy lives what does that mean what it means is this as you're working this most of us truly don't have any good idea as to the state of our health the only time that you really know the state of your health is one when you've gone for a physical which most people do yearly or semi you know bi-annually right or you're sick and you go to the hospital and when you go to the hospital they have to now do tests on you and then to try and figure out what is wrong with you that is the only time that you really have an idea as to the state of your health last friday i lost another of my ex employees when i started my office in chennai for me he passed he was hospitalized for a month in uh, in a hospital due to covid and he passed last week he had underlying conditions a lot of people have underlying conditions and they don't know what it is. And even if they do, they don't really have access to a lot of resources to address it. So what we seek to do is to build a platform that is going to help people have a good idea as to the status of their health on a daily basis. So that before anything pops up in your system, you know and you are able to do something about it. Health and you know, our body parts and our organs and stuff like that are not easily replaceable, just like, the car, you know, compared to the parts of a car. If you have a car, you want to change your engine, you can easily change it. You want to change your, your shocks, your, 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 your ties, you know, whatever on a car, you can change it. Or you can just buy a new car. Can you buy a new life? Can you easily get a new heart, a new lung, a new kidney? Imagine the complications that come with it. So why should we allow what we have to deteriorate why should we allow for it to go south before we try to manage it we all know that when you have a loved one who is sick in the hospital we will move heaven and earth to try and get them well why should we allow that to happen when we have the opportunity to prevent them from even going to the hospital in the first place and last week i read an article on ghana web and I was very heartbroken when I heard about the number of ICU beds that we have in Ghana. So imagine that even 10 people need critical care. How many beds are just out there for them to have access to? And when you don't have good health, everything else slows down. When you're sick, you don't feel well. You cannot be productive at work. You cannot be productive at school. You cannot be a good good spouse because telling you're not in the zone. So health is wealth. So we are saying that look, for the next 20 years, we are together going to build a system, a platform that is going to help all of us increase our health span. 
you're going to know what your vitals are close to 24-7. You're going to participate in fitness exercises, not alone, but as a community. But the ultimate goal for us is we want to be able to predict when you're going to be sick, what you're going to be sick of, and when, and what services, what solutions you're going to need before it happens. Now, this is not an easy dream. Someone may be watching and listening and say, oh, Michael, what are you saying? Are you saying that before I fall sick, I'm going to know? And I'm going to have a solution ready before it happens, if it is going to happen. How are you going to do that? And I'm talking about not just one, two, three, four, five people. In the next 20 years, we want to touch the lives of a billion, billion B people all over the world. A good number of friends who know what we've been working on will say, Michael, why do you put it out there? Why do you say it? Today, I woke up in a very terrible mood. I had a terrible, terrible nightmare. It was really bad. And I woke up feeling all broken and kind of like sad. So a good chunk of, a good part of my day has been just blah. But it also dawned on me that I can allow my mood, how I feel, to affect the bigger gender. So I have to find a way to snap out of it. When I look at the past, 20 weeks. There's been a number of days that I've wanted to give up. Nobody's paying me to do this. But here's the thing. When you put stuff out there, now you're coming, you, you have no choice but to work towards it, to deliver on it. So, as some of you who are watching now, you're all coming on Tuesday to watch. If I didn't put it out there, I would have given up because I've had so many reasons why I want to give it up. So in life sometimes, you want to put your goals out there. Not every goal, but some goals put them out there. You've got to be intelligent. You have to be smart in how you decide what you put out there. Anyway, put it out there and then live up to it. So when I put it out there that I'm going to read a number of books that, that, that were writers, I am reading and people on the side keep on asking me, Charlie, Michael, can you share this? Can you share that? But what it does for me is it forces me to keep reading. So when I say that we are going to touch the lives of a billion people, I'm putting it out there today. And this is something that I can't do alone. I can't do alone. And I'm going to tell you stories about how I found strangers, angels, mercenaries, generals, warriors from different parts of the world who have been part of what we have been building for the past eight months. People from the UK, from Silicon Valley, that's in California, from Canada, from Serbia, from India, from China. Strangers that I had I found in my search for help who have committed and have been part of this journey for the past eight months. Not even to mention the local folks here who have, in their own small ways, supported what we have been working towards. I don't want to mention their names because they know who they are. And I want to say a big thank you for everybody who has helped. What you're doing is not for Michael, it's for humanity. And I'm not going to let you guys down. I remember one of the Chinese suppliers. She later came and said, Michael, the very first time I interacted with you on Alibaba, I realized there was something unique about you. 
Ever since, she has done everything in her power to support this dream. When you know God's hand is in something, you can't deny it. In my worst time of my entire life, he has given me a dream, which naturally I'm supposed to pass on. But as a man of faith, I've decided to take on the challenge to honor him. So what we are going to do together next Tuesday is we are going to unveil what we have been working towards. In software, in startup, in technology, they always say, you have to be ashamed of your first product. I wish I could wait for another six months to add so many features to the product. But as part of the lessons I've learned in the past, where I always keep on building features, building things, building things, because I think people like this, people like that, and a year goes by, two years goes by, and I think I've not seen the day of life, I've not got to market. I have learned that put it out there quickly and get feedback. So version one, as we are speaking, is being baked, it's being cooked. My guys are working 16 hours a day non-stop just to get it out there. So I'm putting this date out there, not because it's ready. In whatever state it is, we are going to roll it out June 1st. And it's going to be beginning. It's going to be the beginning of an interesting journey together. Because I want everybody watching to live a healthy, happy life. I don't want to come and visit somebody in the hospital when they could have prevented it. No. When they could have prevented it. No. I have said that if God has given us 70 years, I am 50 now, I have 20 years left. The only smart and wise way to use it is to use it in a way that transforms, affects, impacts, improves the lives of people. That is why I am doing this. I can't do it alone and I'm going to need everybody's help. Lastly, if I had met or I had anybody to teach me the things I keep on impacting through these sessions, I think I would have been far, far ahead by now. I would have been far, far ahead by now, Patricia. <laughs> I would have been far, far ahead by now. But here's the beautiful thing about life. If you're a person of faith, God does not make mistakes. So whatever you're going through, there are lessons in all of them. And I have been learning. I have been learning. Some are torturous and painful. Some are humiliating. Let me be honest. There are days when I have to be fed. There are days when Charlie people just have to come to my aid. And I'm a lion. I am a lion. But when you are a lion, you don't give up. When you're a lioness, you don't give up. You accept the challenge. Say your prayer. Put one foot in front of the other and keep going. So I'm putting today out there that something big is coming. And it's coming out of Ghana. And it's coming out of Ghana. And so many good people are going to be part of it. So my brothers and sisters, next Tuesday, we are going to unveil the beginning of the next big chapter. We are going to build a business, a multi-billion dollar business together. We will set the targets together. We will analyze and review them together. We will learn from the lessons together. Where we fail, we will laugh and we will learn. Where we succeed, we'll find ways to celebrate. But we are going to do it together. 
prosper. <laughs> You're going to do it together. I say all of this thing with the highest level of humility. Sometimes I come across as hard in some way. Now, you have to be brave. So in whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through, be brave. It's okay to have little doubts here and there. But say a prayer. Be brave. Keep going. I don't know anybody who put in their best and lost. I am a living testimony. I am still here. And my bigger act is before me. So I'm telling you that if it's a PhD you want to get, go get it. If it's CEO position you want to get in your job, go after it. But be willing to do the time. Don't cut corners. Be a good person. Brothers and sisters, I love you guys so much. Next Tuesday, we're going to have fun. Thank you so much for all that you have done for me. I can't thank you guys enough. But I want tomorrow, you live longer and healthy. Come back and say, Michael Charlie, you do well. Peace out. Bye-bye, guys.